Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. The way the strawberry bursts through the water. Defo scranite. Well, welcome to episode seven with me, Elliot and Stephen. So, Stephen, how's your weekend been and how are you? That's been all right. Um, watched some rugby, obviously started off on Friday night. Nice early kickoff at half five before the France-Scotland game, which we'll go into later. Yeah, it's been all right. Not really much to do, but we're getting closer. And when you'll be watching this is when most grassroots sports will be back playing. So all those rugby players will probably be, what time does this come out? Does this come out at six? Yeah, six on Monday. Yeah. Most our rugby players will be getting ready for their week sessions or if they're going on a Monday session, then they'll either be ready or they're just, we're not going to go. So it'd be interesting to see. Let us know if you're worried or you're looking forward to getting back into it because I, for one, I, know, I don't know about you, Elliot, if you've got plans to get back into refereeing, but I'm certainly excited to get back into both codes and to touch. So it's going to be a lot of sessions a week, but something we live for and something's going to be back. Anyway, I've ranted a bit then. How's your weekend been? Yeah, it's been all right. Uh, like you said, not really much to do. A um, few walks, um, weather permitted. Um, and mainly a bit of rugby and uh, a nice little self-trim yesterday. It's, on, it's on really point. good. On point. <laughs> it's on point. Um, <laughs> what do you want to start with? Should we just... Oh, should we say first, thanks for all the support on the videos. It's what already episode seven. We've already recorded episode eight ready for Wednesday. Somehow we're still going. You, you, you lot are still listening. Uh, we appreciate the support on like all the socials. We're still growing. Like every day, we're still getting like more and more people come and visit the page, which I think that's just from people sharing. And yeah, we're growing. We've got some pretty exciting links for the future, which we can't reveal now, but we will probably in the near future. Uh, but all all scores will be put on the Instagram. It should be by the time this episode is already out. If Elliot's on that, turns out he's feeling. Um, but. Shall we talk about the first game we're going to talk about anyway, which is France versus Scotland? Yeah, so uh, France losing right at the end, 23-27 to Scotland. What a, what a match that was. No, it was class. Um, obviously, everyone forgot because everyone's like, oh, Wales need to... Wait if, obviously, all the topic around what France needed, but obviously Scotland came through and Wales won the Six Nations, which congratulations to them, I guess, of probably been the best team. Obviously, you had some probably luck along the way, but as most rugby teams now, I think just off the topic of the game, more with rugby union, I think the game's kind of not losing a bit, but I feel like the game's more based on cards now and it's not based on actual playing rugby, which I think it was quite nice. Scotland winning, so I think that was probably one of the most exciting games I've watched in a while. Um, obviously, that try at the end, what a finish. I think Duan van der Merwe is putting a claim in for his spot for the Lions. Um, Obviously, there's the Finn Russell red card, which I think you'll talk to us about because obviously Andy Good and stuff on Twitter said it's not fair. And Andy Good's quite opinionated on Twitter and obviously disagrees with a lot of the referees' decisions, which is fair enough. Everyone's allowed an opinion, but I guess there's laws to follow at the end of the day. If you want to talk about the Finn Russell incident. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, pretty much as Wayne described on the day, um, you know, he's, he was leading with his forearm away from his body um, and it went into the you know, neck area, neck head area. So um, by law, 
there's only one outcome and that's a red card. And again, it all comes down to that safety element. You know, the World Rugby are trying to bring in that um, to protect players for the future. And like we said, when this all came about, this is going to happen. We are going to get a few cards here and there, but at the end of the day, it's players still adjusting and, um, you know, you just can't lead with a forearm anymore. Um, exactly. I think like that for a friend. Well, quoting what Healy and Marvin Delalio said on comms today, um, I think there'd been over 15 yellow cards before the Tigers game started today, yesterday for the listeners. Um, yeah, and I think there was two more in the Tigers game, so that take, I think that takes up to 17 with three red cards, which obviously players aren't learning. I know some of them for are for team penalties and they're obviously all, always in the game, but I think there's still so many red cards at the minute and I don't know why players just can't tackle lower, really. Um, but we don't... Borthwick, Borthwick came out. Um, um, I know to the Leicester radio station um, stating that after um, the red card to... Cobus that they are working on um, tackle technique and stuff so they can limit the red cards because like any team red cards can be damaging as well as yellow cards really but you know if you can avoid them and also protect protect the opposition players you know it's it's hard because I feel like all we're talking and for the people like the loyal listeners who will listen every week feel like all we talk about is cards but it feels like that's all what's going on in the game it's the main talking point so it's hard to avoid Obviously, we don't want to bore people by talking about cards, but hopefully players learn. And it tends to be the same with all rules. Rules tend to be... It's the same with the feeding in the scrum. That tends to be that was quite strict at the start, and then halfway the season started, either players adjusted or the referees just didn't really care about it as much. Hopefully, we get further in that. Hopefully, the, play, the referees still can. Hopefully, the players adjust. But I think enough on that, really. Um, overall, the game was quite entertaining. I think it's nice to have a, t- a game where uh, another team are chasing like a scoreline to get I think it kept that really exciting I think France is weird because I was like thinking yeah France are likely to win the World Cup the next World Cup and they're one of the strongest teams but I don't think they didn't really perform I think Scotland were just up for it and obviously deserved the result I think it was their first win in France in years which I think is quite nice was it 1999 or something like that yeah stupid but I don't even know if that was good good for Scotland obviously England are fifth we don't talk really about England because obviously that was just a tournament we forget about and talking about England big tour they've just announced it where's it to America and Canada America so we'll just throw some names let us know in the comments who you think will be in the squad um, I'm thinking you've got the youngsters who are breaking through so you've got Bevan Rod at sale uh, 21 year old Lou said very exciting I reckon he'll, he could easily get a spot on there think you'll get, it, yeah I think it depends who goes um, on the Lions tour I think there'll be quite a few but I think we're going to need players to fill that so I think George Martin could potentially get a starting spot for England there um, Freddie Stewart like you said Jack Van Portfleet Rafi Quirk Curtis Langdon hopefully Harry Thacker's fit by then because he could easily have a tour because obviously he was probably one of the most informed hookers before he got his big injury a dog as well might get his chance as well fingers after, crossed he's not yeah. getting his cap at the Six Nations he came on, obviously, for Wasps, which was a weird game. They played Sale at Wasps. Obviously, lost narrowly, but Sale had four yellow cards in the second half alone, which is pretty mental, I think. Um, just England's summer tour, I think it's going to be really exciting one to watch. I think we had one back a few years ago when we, they went to Argentina 
and a centre bit of an inexperienced squad. That was really entertaining. So hopefully we get to see some. I think for Eddie, it's a, for, Eddie, for Eddie, it's a crucial time, I think. to I think obviously Six Nations was a huge wake-up call for him and he realised, you know, maybe going with his... Um, with his chosen team that's worked for a couple of years, which is now on the fall, that potentially is now time to bring in a few new players. And like I said, it's a crucial time for him to actually start testing new players that he can bring in. Exactly. Like for me, I think Joe Launch deserves to go on the Lions job, but I think he could have potentially gone the England or on captain it. Obviously, it depends who's retired. Like you could easily sound like Jay Marler, but he's probably won't want to go, I don't think. So he's, so I was listening, this is a bit of a, a tangent, but um, I was listening to the Quinns game and the commentator saying, will Danny Kerr potentially go on the line store? The scrum half position is probably one of the most uh, like undecided positions for the lines and Danny Kerr's probably one of the most informed scrum halves at the minute. Will he go even though he's not playing for England? I think that's quite an interesting topic and potentially soon we'll have a line special where we just dedicate the episode to lines half ask. 15 obviously we talked about that a bit but we'll go more in depth of why and who um yeah but who may go warren gatlin might choose marcus smith might choose plays just to be against eddie really um but talking about rugby uh, super league return this weekend so for any super league listeners who are still listening maybe one or two of you um hopefully we'll get a league guest on in the future just to educate me, educate Elliot just about the game, where the game's going, if the game's growing in the right direction. Um, but I think the Challenge Cup's been on the last few weeks, so we've got to see, that's been on BBC iPlayer, which is, obviously we had a really good episode with CC, um, Saracen's play, who, which episode will be out on Wednesday, where we talked about um, the adversity of like a women's rugby player, how hard it is to get... Um, media push which I think is the same with rugby because obviously we have to watch the games on the BBC player on the red button for the Challenge Cup which is like the so the Challenge Cup is the equivalent to the FA Cup in football for people who understand it that better that way but yeah Super League's back that week uh, back this weekend so the weekend just gone and we'll definitely get the scores put on and if anyone's interested drop us a message and get on I guess Elliot I assume you've got nothing to add to Super League I've got nothing to add to Super League, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, not surprising. Um, show, so talk about CC. Obviously, probably like such an interesting guest. Uh, Promising player as well. Yeah, and it's quite nice because we're still bouncing ideas off each other now. We've potentially got some really exciting plans for the future to do with each other. Just take um, and, Yes, and we're definitely going to get her back on again because we need her. She carried us through that episode, didn't she, Elliot? <laughs> she did. I promise I was a very good interview on that day and just better than Stephen. She just showed us up. She was just much better than us. To be fair, you two think... were in a, you know, we're in a good convo just... and getting good, inf- good, getting good uh, content good content out of each other, which was uh, good, especially for people that are not really um, close to women's game, just to shed more light on it and again, get more insight into what it's yeah. like being a Premiership women's player. Well, obviously, Saracen's played Quinn's, and I'm not going to completely just copy what she sent us. <laughs> but um, obviously, she was watching the game as it's her club, and she basically just explained it was a draw, and she basically explained it, it was like a tough and close call. Um, Saracen's knew it wasn't going to be an easy match, 
um, bit in her performance. Poppy Khalil deserved a player of the match award. And talking, see how I've done that. Is it, is it a segue? Is that the right thing to use? It's definitely a segue, isn't it? Great segue here by Stephen. Talk about women's game. We're moving on to the women's Six Nations, which we did. We talked briefly about with CC. Obviously, we were talking about other things and we got distracted, so we didn't really get to talk about that much. So, um, obviously, the squad's been announced. Proper exciting squad. Um, there's not a there's not a fifteen that I could probably choose from it. I think there's lots of players who could be involved, which I think is perfect for the sport. A lot of new caps. Um, new blood into the Six Nations, ready for the Women's World Cup. Um, big. And players um, that are in form as well. Just on the talk of the Six Nations, do you want to just give us a... Who's the first game for England? So obviously there are other teams, but we'll focus just on England, really. Who's the first game for England? I think it was Scotland. It's Scotland? Scot yeah, Scotland at Castle Park. Doncaster's ground, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, we're, we have ex high expectations for the women's side because we know how good they are. Um, for me, England should win every single game they've got. Um, I just want to see the same rugby we play for England, get the ball to that back three. If that back three will be breached, down, killed, done. Like, no one's stopping us in that back three. Um, and that's pretty exciting times. Depends who we play at 10. Might play Helena Rowland, class player, um, tearing it up at Lightning at the minute. But yeah, I'm expecting. Who's who's the second and third game? Do you know? Uh, second game is Italy away, and yeah, it's just two games. Oh, was it just two games? Yeah, and then it uh, goes straight into the semis and stuff. So I'm thinking, if all good thing goes right, obviously we're not experts on the competition structure. We think it should be an England France final. Which France do everything right at women's games. They have like a crowd of like 20,000 people. They just do like, it's just very entertaining, especially when England play them. That's probably like our biggest test in the Six Nations. But obviously, every weekend we'll have a little roundup of the women's games. Um, we'll put the scores on the Instagram and the Facebook if you haven't followed or liked them. I don't really know what you're doing with your life, to be fair, if you haven't followed or liked them. Elliot, what do you, you think about? Yeah, exactly. What are you doing with your life? Because we post some quality content. Quality. <laughs> yeah, we use quality as a loose word. Yeah. So normally, Ellie, is there anything you want to add before we move on to our fun round or whatever? We need to come up with a name for it. Uh, no, just on the touching on the women's game. Um, obviously, Wales team got a new head coach in. Um, you know, they're Great also class coach. Class coach. Yeah. Um, you know, he's brought some more of his coaching team, I'm not sure, totally on them. Um, but he's also bringing some new caps as well. And obviously, Wales, the rugby nation, um, are trying to push for that to try and bring their uh, women's team up to scratch because they haven't been given uh, given their best performances out. But uh, hopefully it might be a good development Six Nations for them. Yeah, I'd agree. So um, we're going to move on to our... We need a name for it. So if anyone's got any ideas for some names, basically we're coming up with, yeah, just a little fun fun name. So basically we're going to come up with two teams each. We'll have a subject every week and we'll put them on the stories and the pages of the socials and people can obviously vote for Team A, Team B. Elliot took the Lions team. I reckon it was a fix. Obviously the voting was fixed, but obviously 
Yeah, so, I think no, it was Stephen. Just... Someone didn't use the rock off to help their votes, did they, Stephen? <laughs> no, promise, promise. So no, this Stephen. week, <laughs> this week we are focusing on a Premiership, current Premiership underrated side. So players who do the job, do the dirty work, and never really get noticed. So we'll go, we'll bounce, we'll bounce off. So you give your loose head, I'll give my loose head like that, and then goes on the socials that way. Do you want to go first? Yeah, class. Um, Nick Autorak, loose head. I'm going for Ross Harrison, a loose head. No explanations, just good. Plays oh. week in, week out um, for sale. Yeah, I'd really rate him. Never got close to an England cap, but it seems to scrummage and carry well. Acker van der Merwe. I hope I've said that right. You have actually said that right. I'm going for Brian Byrne from Bristol. I think since Thacker's injuries, the Irishman stepped in quite well. Solid throw in. He scores quite a few tries at the back of Moors, which is good to see as well. Aaron Painter. I think I've said that right. <clears throat> yeah, so I've gone for his, um, his Northampton compatriot. Is that the right word? I'll go with that, Stephen. You've got your own vocabulary. Yep. Vocabulary. Vocabulary. <laughs> You get it from Vocab degree. Right. Vocab degree. Yeah, good. Degree. I've gone for Paul Hill. I think for anyone who saw him yesterday, the, the guy was a monster. He basically played at 12. Made about three. I, I'd love to see his stats, but yeah, he's class. He seems to be performing. He had a little breakthrough with England a few years ago, but kind of fell off and people came in. But I think he might be back to his best. Uh, for second row, I've gone with Aaron Kitchener, the brother of Graham Kitchener. Yeah, I've gone with player. Yeah, I've gone for Dave Atwood. I think he potentially, obviously he's an old boy. I think he could get into the England side with his form this year. Uh, partner in him, I've got Harry Wells. Uh, great player at the moment for Leicester, um, doing the nitty gritty. So, Yeah, I've gone for Chris Vilwey, the Dave Atwood's partner at Bristol. Pacific Island, it kind of gets overlooked because of how good Stephen Lewatil and his other forwards are. But yeah, seems always like he's enjoying his rugby, I guess, which is good. Uh, for six, I've gone for Hanro Leenberg, if I've said that right. Yeah, close enough. Not quite perfect, but close enough. Yeah, we're not all <laughs> perfect like you, Steve. I've gone for Tom Ellis from Bath. Um, he's class. Like He seems like he's been around for years, but always never seems to start. Because obviously, the Bath back row is unbelievable. Uh, I'll fully turn into Ollie Ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Tom Ellis. Will Evans at seven. I've, I was close to going for Will Evans. So I think he will potentially go on the England tour this year. He's tackling. He's well ahead of everything. I've gone for Dan Thomas from Bristol. I think he's Welsh. Uh, potentially looking for the Wales. Obviously, they pride their pride in their seven shirt with Tipperick, Lydia and Warburton in the past. I uh, don't think I've missed anyone for it all there. Yeah, Dan Thomas. Rowan Ackerman for my number eight position. He yeah, carries well, don't he? Staying, yeah. staying at Gloucester even that's gone it's been uh, a great addition to the pack at Gloucester and just gives them that extra bite up front I've gone for Hammer Liebenberg as well at eight I've pushed him to eight instead I think we thought we always look at Jas uh, Jasper Vise at Tigers and how well he carries off the base but so we've obviously with his ban recently we've got to see Liebenberg at eight and he's carried ability off the back of a scrum going backwards sometimes can be crucial for any team really and I think for me he's Tigers is captain next year if Tom Young's retires. Next. 
Uh, nine, I've gone for Nick Phipps from London Irish. You know, he's come into his own the last few games and uh, he's showing a bit of quality there. I've gone for Sales, soon to be Worcester's, Will Chudley. Um, yeah, class signer for Worcester, obviously, with them signing Willie Hines, he'll be a great backup for them. Obviously, with Francois Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha? Yeah, from Worcester going at the end of the season. Especially, that's a two quality scrum half signings, but yeah, Will Chudley. Uh, for number 10, I've gone for Billy Searle. Yep. Uh, cheers. <laughs> now I've gone for AJ McGinty from Sale. Um, the American. Don't see many Americans in the. Prem. Who, who, can you think of anyone who's American? Is Sammy Manoa? Was he American? He was at Sale. Yeah, from the Compton. Yeah, yeah. Um, was, I don't think we've seen many. Uh, obviously, the Wing Tigers. Uh, Scully. Yeah, Blaine Scully. That's one. Americans, but I think the three we've just mentioned there were all class for the squad. Uh, AJ McGinty's obviously since I've signed uh, Robert Dupree he tends to slot in the 10 but it's nice to see AJ McGinty still staying in he's he's a very talented player I guess at 10 11 11 Henry Purdy for me um, Leicester Leicester Academy player um, had a I think he may have had a stint in the first team a few times uh, if not the second team um, went away to New Zealand you know, came back, signed for Bristol and, you know, his finishing has just been outstanding for Bristol when he made his debut and, you know, still uh, still turns out his performances. So, yeah, I've got for Henry Purdy. Yeah, and no, I'll go, I think he's probably got one of the, I'll, I've got Henry Purdy as well at my number 11, but I think he's got one of the most extraordinary stories about how uh, left Tigers, I think he went somewhere, he did go somewhere else in the Prem, didn't he? got released and then he's got stuck at the championship for a bit and worked no, his way up. I think he went to I might be mistaken, he went from Leicester, got released, went to New Zealand, came back, then he went to Coventry. And they got and a trial at Bristol. Yeah. And then That's recently all. broke the Bristol squad. He's can play 11, 14, 13 fullback, so pretty versatile and does a job and it's great to actually see him getting on with his career, I guess. Um, 12 I've gone for Dan Kelly uh, promising up and coming player um, last few performances uh, for Tigers he's been outstanding you know his line breaks he's running lines and especially today Sunday uh, against Newcastle um, I think he's proven his worth and let's not forget he's only 19 like plenty plenty of time to grow hopefully he stays at Tigers obviously Irish qualified played for the Irish under 20 so who knows what will go on for his career, but I know for one that he will be a first-team regular for Tigers. Uh, my 12 is Sam James. Obviously, missed the mullet. He used to have a little blonde flick at the back. Uh, yeah, him and his brother. I haven't got his brother in, but his brother narrowly missed out. I think Sam James, I don't have a clue how, he's not, how he hasn't had an England cap. But, yeah, um, he's just classed, like, defensively and attacking. For me, he should be in the England squad somewhere, and I think he should deserve game time there, but if he keeps doing what he does for sale, I'm sure Eddie will come knocking on the door. 13. Uh, I've gone for Sam James, you know, just for the mullet, really. Class. Yeah. Um, and I've gone for Piers O'Connor at 13, Bristol. I think he's qualified for about six different countries, so take your pick. Um, yeah, he's unreal. Prop, like, proper good. I don't know how much you've seen of him. Not much. Uh, yeah, but he's class. Like week in, week out, like eight, nine out of ten perform like out of ten performances. 
yeah, it's just great to see, I guess. 14. I've come for Ollie Woodburn, you know. Um, got some experience now in Exeter in the first team for a number of years now. And, you know, he, sh- he does show his class when, he- when he's on his game. Um, yeah. Ollie Woodburn. Yeah. I've gone for Josh Bassett. Um, yeah, it's pretty similar to Woodburn. Uh, Josh Bassett had a lucky break and play for England against Barbarians a few years back, but obviously nothing came from that. Carries hard, tackles well. Everything you really want from Winger scores tries, which is the main thing, I guess. Probably doesn't have the flair of Jack Noel, Anthony Watson and all the England, current England players, but yeah, he's a solid, consistent guy at the least. And then finally, our fullbacks. Luke Moran. You got for Luke Moran, yeah. I've gone for Simon Hammersley. Obviously, an ex Newcastle Falcon, but moved to Sale and he's still playing well. Um, still does his job. Obviously, I asked you to prepare these, but have you got like a DOR in mind, like of someone who you think's better underrated? Or is that quite hard to throw you on the spot? No, you love doing that. Um, and again, just to, just to state our rules, bullying is not tolerated. At the rock off. Um, Do you want me to tell you mine? Yeah. Come on, Stephen. So I've gone, I've gone for Alex Sanderson. Um, obviously, he was at Saracens. We've mentioned him before. I think he's one of the best coaches in the game. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I can say. Seems like he's taken sail on the right route. And I think he's a potential England manager in the future. Hopefully, not in the near future. I think he's doing well at sale. I'd like to see him progress with them should we stick with that for as the main manager or have you got someone in mind no we'll go with Alex Anderson I, I agree with that I thought it was a okay. really good DFR <laughs> um, so, also my captain I haven't mentioned it yet um, I've gone for Hanro, Hanro um, as my captain I've gone for I was going to say Hanro but I can't go for the same as you I'll go for Dave Atwood um, yep yeah, so if we basically what we'll do what we'll do, Elliot will do, obviously. He'll put design the two teams, put them next to each other. You can vote team A, team B. Obviously, he won't put names, so there's no bias because obviously I'm right. the popular guy. <laughs> yeah, and I we'll put that on the socials. Get, 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 get voting because it's 1 0 Elliot currently. And if I go 2 0 down, I'm quitting. That's not an official statement, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, pretty much coming to the end, obviously, we like to keep these Monday night episodes short and sweet. Get to see our pretty faces and hear our voices. Obviously, builds up for the Wednesday episode with the guest. I'm quite excited for Wednesdays. I think I think it'll get, I think it'll do well. I think um, the women's game is something that we need to address, but we obviously talk about that a lot. So, catch us on Wednesday at 6 p.m. for CC's episode. And I think we've got quite a few guests and stuff lined up in the near future. So, we'll get onto them and keep um, keep giving out, keep giving the episodes out. Obviously, quality over quantity, isn't it, Elliot? It, it but, is, Stephen. Also, um, but I think overall we've got some decent, we've got some decent guests and everything lined up. Um, it's really exciting. Like saying how we've only been going a few, like a month. Is that a month? Would you say? Fair enough. Yeah, and we've already <laughs> linked socials are doing really well, and we're enjoying it, which is the main thing. Um, any, if anyone's got anything, anyone's got any guests, leave them in the comments. If anyone thinks. We need to work on something, let us know. Obviously, I won't need to work on anything because I'm near perfect. Um, but I think that pretty much covers every, everything for tonight's episode. Um, so, Elliot, do you want to 
round us off yeah as always if you like the episode give it a like give it a share turn that notification bell on give us a like give us a follow do anything else give us no, a but you're, no but you're waffling so until Wednesday we'll see you then good night <laughs>